0: Beast OCR proudly presents BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by G.H. Unders Performance Base Layers and supported by the OCR community. Here we discuss all things OCR related. Welcome to BeastNet.
1: All right, everyone. This is Mike here with BeastNet. I've got JP and Tyler from Terrain Race, and we're just going kind to of have a fun little episode and talk about Terrain Race and everything that's coming up. How are you guys doing?
0: Excellent, Mike. How are you doing?
1: Doing good. So... So, everyone, we've had JP on the, on before. Um, Tyler, why don't you kind of let us know who you are. Can, you know, you said you've been with Terrain Race for a while. Kind of give us a, a background on who Tyler is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been working with Terrain Race for three years. I started in college. I was to a random crank with that to unload trailers. Three years later, I'm still working with him. I just graduated in May and I'm uh, excited about where everything's been going.
1: Very nice. So... You've been with them for three years, so what What have you seen growth-wise? I mean, it's been a huge growth for them, hasn't it?
0: Yeah. Uh, when, when I started, like I said, I responded to this Craigslist ad to unload the trailer. There was one trailer. There was no system in loading it. And it was literally like playing Tetris <laughs> to load this thing. There's no real packs. Nothing of the sort. Nothing of the sort. I, I opened the doors. I was like, what did I just get myself into
2: for $10 an hour? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: Three years later, uh three years later we went from ten races to twenty something races. to this
2: year we have sixty races weekends and I've just seen the importance of just implementing systems and putting people in good positions to work. But it's has been a
1: blast. Yeah, that's awesome. Um where do you see terrain race going? I mean you've seen like where it's come from and where it is now. I mean, where do you see it going from here?
0: really just uh, increasing the overall professionalism and then it feels awesome we've been able to run a little bit of the booster and be a little bit more creative in the course design. Um really just shore everything up and uh, continue to improve upon what we've been doing um, the, the biggest thing the biggest thing that's been bothering me is just the, the struggling with the smaller race is uh, just being so time crunched and not having consistent schedules uh, like I said I've seen that so much more. I'm just
1: about where going. That's awesome. So I know. Does that,
0: does that kind of answer the question? I mean, it it uh, does. Like, I mean,
1: it's, it's really, hard, really hard, hard to say, really you know, where you think. Spartan
0: and Tough Mudder, but oh yeah. It's really showing
1: up that far. which is good. I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, it, it seems like Spartan and Tough Mudder have had kind of a, a hold on the top for so long that, I mean, it's good to see somebody else rising, rising up. So, right. you know, and I've. Right. I've done one terrain race. I did the, the one up here in Monroe. Um, and then I had surgery, so I haven't been able to do anything since. So, but I'm going to be, I will be at the one in Olympia. So, and that, there's that going to be, that's going to be a good one, right? GP,
0: oh yeah, that's, uh, your cue. yeah. Yeah. That's definitely going to be a good
1: one. So you guys, where's um, that one's, it's at the, the MX, the OV, ORV park, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, I'll know once I get there. I haven't had eyes on this place yet, but I'll know once I get there how, how insane it's going to get. But I will push it as far as I can push it. And every single time, I will, I will
1: definitely push it. And see, I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, Monroe was different because it was on the racetrack. It was, you know, kind of a different st- type of race. And I kind of want to see what you're going to do with this ORV park. I mean, I was just there, you know, I won't say any other names, but I was there for another race. Last weekend, my first one back from surgery, and it's a nice, it's a nice venue. It's a venue you can do a lot with. So, I think you're going to have fun with we'll it. we
0: get silly with it the best we can. I mean, for us, like, for us with terrain, there's a lot of things we're revamping. There's a lot of things we're going to bring in. There's going to be new obstacles. There's going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of changes. So, yeah. um, you know, if you've raced a terrain race before, you can expect to see new obstacles.
1: That's good. I mean the the one thing I liked is I mean even something that was funny because we talked about it before I did the race was the water. The fact that like on the on the monkey bars there was water underneath. It wasn't just dropping down to the dirt or dropping down to you know whatever. There was water there. You know that was something we talked about was, you know, I missed that aspect of having the water. So, yeah. That was good and I
0: complete
1: the monkey bars? I did complete the monkey bars. I went all the way across
0: without hitting that water. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs>
1: it is. Trust me. It's I mean, amazing. for how big of a guy I am, that's yeah, amazing. I,
0: yeah. It, that was amazing. And you should probably tell everyone what we were talking about afterwards. Something about having that water there and it giving you the confidence. Well,
1: it does. And that's kind of the... You it. Yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, having the water there, it gives you... It gives you more confidence because you know if you fall, the water is going to break your fall a lot better than, uh, you know, the dirt, you know, which is how it is at a lot of races now. It's just ground or it's it's hay that's been trampled so many times that there's there's no, you know, there's no give to it anymore. You just might as well hit the dirt. So, I mean, you have that, you know, that, that cushion that you know that – if you fall, you're going to hit the water and you'll be fine. And I think that gives you better confidence that normally it's kind of one of those things you don't, it sounds bad, but you don't try so hard in the beginning because you're still not that high up. So you're like, if I fall now, I'm going to be fine. You know, so if you're just like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm not going to really, I'm going to drop now and just not even take the chance of falling later and get hurt, you know. But on that one, because there's water, I'm like, I don't care. I could fall from the top. It's like, if I let go of the top, I'm just going to curl up into a cannonball and splash everybody. <laughs> you know.
0: Right. So I mean it's I cool there. such a state change. There's still such a state
1: change when you fall in the water, there's almost like a false Yeah. Yeah. So you know what
0: I mean?
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean it's you know, it was good. I mean I like the way I love the setup that you had. I mean, like I said, it was a different type of venue. I'd never really done a race at a a racetrack, you know. Um, like that. So I mean the way you guys set it up was I mean, it worked. It was good. So, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, those racetracks, they're difficult, man. They're, it, it's hard to take a
1: flat course and make it something, you know what I mean? You just max out and you do everything you can. Yeah, man, it, 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 it's difficult to get going in
0: a place like that. Tyler and, I, after, Tyler and I and, like, two other people marking that course was at like 2 a.m. before race. Before the race started a few hours later. It, it was brutal. Um,
1: well, and that's what a lot of people... Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I would say that's what a lot of people don't know is, I mean, because you told us, yeah, you told us that, you know, when we got there, that they didn't even give you access to be able to start marking the course till what, 10, 11 o'clock at night, the night before? Was, it, was that it,
0: Tyler? It was like 10, it was 10 p.m. or something. Yeah. yeah. The event finished at like 9.30, and by the time all the cars cleared out of there, we weren't ready until 10.
1: Yeah. So, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, that's that's a killer. I mean, cuz you think about, you know, some of the other races, you know, they have 2 weeks of setup. Right. You know, that they've got people right. out there them and volunteers for 2 weeks setting all this up. You guys had a couple hours?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And I mean, how many I mean, you know, did you have the the waves of volunteers that those other teams ha- those other companies have? I doubt it. I mean, you know, they had two weeks oh, yeah. plus, you know, waves and waves of volunteers. I'm betting bat- it was you, Tyler, and a couple other guys out there trying to make this all happen, and it it was a fun course. It was good. You guys did a great That's
0: job. That's literally what it was, by the way. Me, JP and a couple other guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's seriously what happened. But, you know, this, what it takes. sometimes it's just a couple of rowdy people to go out there and just not stop, just persevere, you know what I mean? It just, there's too many people on the line to, that are showing up to race, and, we're going to give them the best product we can with the materials provided, and you know what? Like when our time comes and we have better materials, which is you know everything that's coming to us right now. We're we're in a weird we're in a weird era right now. We're we're with terrain and things are changing, and the people at cool events are are really injecting this thing and just getting it ready for everyone. And uh, when the time comes and we have that kind of drive, that kind of motivation from the crew. You know, to
2: be up till 2 a.m. to make sure everybody has the best product possible. Yeah. When we actually have the materials that the big boys have, it's on. And oh, yeah. we're, we're seriously going to go head to head with everyone. And I'm
0: not scared in one bit. I've built everything. So oh. I'm, I'm not scared in the slightest. It, it's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah. I, I have no doubt it's going to be awesome. I mean, I can't wait to see it all. So, I mean, I can't wait to see all of it and watch you guys grow and hopefully help you guys and be a part of it. So definitely so are we going to see some new obstacles in Olympia
0: Olympia it might be a little soon for that there's a couple of things they're working on right now um, but you might get a couple of things that we haven't to throw out you know what I mean like just little things here yeah. and there um, we're, we're always looking for you know we're always looking for those little things to throw in that are natural but I'll find them when I get
2: there mm. oh yeah it's great
0: when the train can kind of help build the
1: course well, and like and I said,
0: to natural hill climbs or hay, hay climbs. I mean, you saw the Monroe we yeah, the walls that you yep. put
1: in. Oh and yeah,
0: doing the best with what you have.
1: And, and that's the thing. It's like you know, like I said, I was at that ORV park for another with another race series last weekend, and there is a lot of they they were able to use a lot of the natural obstacles that are already there. So I mean, you've got a lot. I mean, it's an ORV park. It's off road vehicles. I mean. There's hills, there's some nice, nasty hills that you can throw in there, you know, and yeah, it's, you can have some fun with it.
0: Yeah, if I run a machine, it's going to be over for everybody. Um, I'll stay up all night just digging holes and making things ridiculous. So I can't wait to get there and get my eyes on it and see what this
1: place is about. It's, I think you'll like it. I mean, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and like I said, I mean, it's I think with your guys' ingenuity and that course, I think you're going to have a lot of fun with it, and I think everyone's going to be really happy with what you guys can do with it. So, and then that's... Yeah,
0: there's something yeah. thing. Really, like, with us, with, the, like with this company, it's been amazing with terrain. just really been no old Like, i you know, I've, I've been trusted with my experience, and, you know, it's just kind of like, let it rip. Go for it, bro. You know what I mean? And so, like I was telling you last time, and it still rings true. It's like, man, I'm able to do things now that I've always wanted to do, get creative with the pits, uh, obstacle placement that I believe is, is fair and, and right. And you know, um, I'm not just gonna add an extra mile of, of running just so, you know, I could say it's a certain type of race and, you know, certain I make sure it's
2: all even and you know, it's a fair race, it's going be- yeah
0: but I've been able to do that here and it's been fantastic and I feel really good about each product that we put out there and um gosh I've been around for god where are we at Tyler like six weeks now and uh I think I'm at, you know, I'm working on two months with this company and uh it's just been
1: a pretty amazing and, and that's uh, something like that what's awesome about it is they have such faith in your abilities and what you've already done in the past that you've got you know two months into the company and they're already like hey the races and have at you. Do what you do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, right. It's, it's, that's great. And you know what? I, I've I've found a lot of people like Tyler and there's a bunch of other people on the terrain crew that had a lot more in them than they were able to use prior and I'm trying to drag out all the skills that these guys have, uh, all their experience and you know, I want everybody's input. I don't I, I like to I like to lead with, with the group, not like tell the group what to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um but when I, I like everybody's input. People have been around for a bit, and you know, I like to get them all to speed and be like, "Hey, what, what do you guys think?" And so, you're getting a lot of the mindset of seen the terrain. Like the train race uh, evolved. So like Tyler, perfect example. Uh, we can get his input. You know what I mean? I can trust him to, you know, throw an idea out that's not it's not dismissed. Like I've seen in the past. It's, you know, everybody's got an input here. <clears throat> There's a couple, even a couple of obstacles uh our buddy brad he's been around for him <laughs> it's so funny bringing him up right now but uh you know we have our rope wall you remember that rope wall the ro- just, yeah uh, no uh, so the rope wall he just spun the thing around backwards so you actually climb up the ladder side and come down the rope side versus the way it used to be where you climbed up the rope and down the ladder side And it's just such a world of difference that the difficulty factor and fear factor went up a notch, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is great!" See, you know, had I not had the input from the guys and trusted them and, and try to empower people to, to be a part of it, um, you wouldn't see little things like that. So that's, that's what I'm trying to do with
1: everybody here. Well, that's good. I mean, you're trying to be you're trying to be a leader, not a boss, and that's you yeah. used the word repeatedly where exactly you lead, it. you lead, and that's yeah. that's. The key word there is, you know, when you're a leader, people listen to you and you get things done. When you're a boss, nobody cares and they just want to, yeah, get away from you. So that's what's going to make things great, you know, is having a leader that's going to listen to everybody and you guys are going to work as a team and make this make terrain amazing. So, yeah. That's, that's what you're going to get. You're going to see it in the product. You know what I mean? You're going
0: you're to see it in the product. These guys are these guys have dealt with these obstacles in this race for years, you know what I mean? I just got here. Yeah. So it's funny, it's like, oh my gosh, this guy's had this idea for like two years, and he's just sitting on this, you know, yeah. diamond of an idea. It's like, why haven't you guys done that? What is going on here? You know what I mean? And it's it's because, you know, it was, it just, you know, maybe nobody asked that person that thing, or no, maybe nobody trusted that person's idea and whatnot, but, um, uh, they're all coming to the surface now, man. We're pulling them out. They're like carrots. You never know how, how big they're going to be until you pull them out. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. some of these ideas are amazing. And I'm like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, this is
1: cool. Let's do it. That's awesome. It's funny you say that because I've been, I've been explaining it like this. Like, everything goes through the logic filter
0: instead of the boss filter. And that's the ideal scenario for good work. You know what I mean? It's, everything's going through the it's logical. It makes sense. The obstacle the track. Um, can we tweak this? Can we add this to it? And it's, instead of going through the filter, you know, and, up and the finish, just, you rep and filter, finish it out, just the logic of the next sense in the situation. And I think as a result, we've been able to put on a much better product. Yes, yeah, it's it's pretty good dynamic right now, and everything's really coming together. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy how everything's happening right now. But, um kind of like there, there's a group of people from terrain you know moving to the front it's not like one guy or you know what i mean it's not like it's like the entire terrain team you know what i mean is moving up with this company and it, it's pretty cool to see it's
2: pretty yeah. cool
0: to be a part of this era
1: i mean that that is cool i mean the thing is though is, i mean i'm trying to think because olympia is the last one in the pacific northwest for this year isn't it
0: i believe so i think so.
1: Okay. So, Olympia's going to be my last chance to see how great you are until next year. So, you're going to have, what, six months after next weekend to, like, impress me really good next spring?
0: Six months. Hello, so I think there's a big difference.
1: What's yeah. that?
0: Tyler, I'd say it's going to be psycho. It's going to be psycho for sure. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. Different. And it's, I think it's awesome. I mean, listen to you, even just listen to you guys talk, you can see how the difference, you know, you have the attitude of a leader. You're... You're like, hey, these are my guys. I mean, you know, before you, we even started, you would tell me, hey, let's get Tyler because he, he's been with Terrain forever and he's got great ideas. And that's a great leader is somebody who sees sees how good his, you know, the people he works with are and brings their talents up to make things even better.
0: It's really about empowering people, man. Like, you can't do this stuff alone. There's no one person who's going to put on the best race out there. I don't care what anyone said. No. I've seen the quote-unquote best race out there. I've been a part of that. It is not one person. It never has been It never will be. just one. You know, no. Um, it's just a full team of people that just, you know, it, it's up to the leader whether he wants to give them credit or not. And you know what? Like, I, I give everybody credit. I'd rather... I put everything... It's not about them. It's not about me. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I, I, I try to build these teams and, and what they do and how they're... You know, what their focus is on based on a future, you know what I mean? Not just, like, right now, and just one race. Uh, it's about everybody learning how to do this. Yeah. Not just, you know, not just shoving someone into one job, but, like, hey, during this thing. you'll all be strong together. You'll know how to back each other up. You'll know how to take care of each other. And, um, because, you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm going to race direct forever. You know what I mean? Who knows? I might, I might not race direct. I might go do some other things for this company, but, um, uh, if I could just implement this stuff and get people trained up and empower people and let them know that, you know, valued are valued, The people at Cool Race do value everybody in terrain race. and You know, it's just, it's about showing them that light and empowering them. So, you know, if I move on to, come um, I don't know, maybe international or something like that. Uh, there you go. We might, um, <laughs> uh, you know, like everyone will be taken care of. So, so what you
1: want to will they let you leave the country, J.P.?
0: I'm good to go on the
1: country, thing. They just won't let you back, right? Yeah,
0: they won't let me back.
1: Once you leave, you're gone. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. The international will be cool. I mean, that's one of the things is I want to travel more for races, but I need to get my – I'm working on getting my physical – me back physically the way I should be, so. But, yeah. So – Terrain race, like I said, the last one in the Pacific Northwest is in October, but that's not, or not in October, but in like two weeks. But that's not the last one. I mean, what other ones do you guys have? You know, because you guys are nationwide, right?
0: Yeah, actually, the, same week, the uh, same week as the Olympia race, we have a race in Wisconsin.
1: Nice. So, yeah,
0: so we have, we have two, two identical kids, two of the exact same trailers, working on building up two crews to put it on.
1: That's awesome. And then that's the way it should be. I mean, you know, you get things set up right and just go everywhere. So so after July, then
0: there's... there's, Oh,
1: go ahead. Go ahead. I
0: was going to say, with two trailers, we're going to do some serious damage with just two trailers. It's going to be pretty amazing, actually. I thought about the logistics of it and how these things are going to be moving around and the basics you can put on my gosh, just two teams it's, it's, it's gonna be kind of mind-blowing when this when we max these things out mm-hmm. um, there's gonna be a lot of races coming up. <laughs> it's gonna expand these trailers are gonna be on the go. It's gonna turn into something pretty special where uh, I don't know that those trailers are gonna rest very much at all uh, they're just gonna keep firing.
1: Well I mean that's the thing a lot of people don't're
0: getting ready for.
1: People forget about because you know we're we're from like Washington. And we all think, well, the race season for us ends in October, mainly because we're all wussies and don't want to get be cold. But <laughs> if you go to California, Florida, you go down into the southern states, you can race all year round. There's no there's no ending. There's no you know, there's no winter lull. You can go down there and race all year round. Or, you know, I mean, I think it would actually be fun because I'm crazy to have an obstacle course race in the Seattle area in like December. I mean, why not? See how, see how manly we are. I mean, I do every year I do a, a polar bear, you know, run. We run a five K and then jump in Lake Washington yeah. after, at the end. You know, I mean, I think that'd be awesome for, yeah, do an obstacle course race in the middle of December and end it by jumping into the, the lake or something. I mean, you know, do a polar bear plunge that ends ends the race. We're already muddy and dirty anyway. Might as well get cleaned off. Hmm. <laughs> I love it. And see, that's just the way my mind works. Is I mean, that's one of the things I've also had issues with a lot of the big guys races is they don't, they don't use Washington the way they should. I mean, every race that's here in Washington, you know, I mean, from the big boys is flat and muddy, which, yes, Washington's known for its rain, but we're also known for mountains. You know, we should be a mountain series race. You should be out here going to the side of a ski slope. Or go out to Wenatchee and Yakima, yeah. where you've got those big deserts. You know how freaked you get people coming from like California up to Washington and ending up in the desert. <laughs> They're like, I thought this was the Evergreen State. No, nope. nope, it's not the Evergreen State. It's only the Evergreen State on the west half, you know. But there's so many different things that you can do in Washington. I'd love to see you know one out there, like you know, in in what Yakima where they have the the National Guard thing that area. Where it's big rolling hills of desert. Oh yeah. That would kill people. You know, everyone would be coming to Washington and expecting the nice, you know, sunny green stuff and end up out in a desert going, What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's my my sick perverted mind. I love to I love to totally mess with people where all of a sudden they're expecting one thing and then it's like, uh but I also do comedy, and that's where most of my comedy is. I do jokes that, like, you expect me to go one way, and then all of a sudden I make a left turn, and you're like, what happened? So, (laughs) you know, and that's that's where I think the race is. I I think it needs, that's what I love about certain races, where you have that, where you think, okay, it can't be any worse than this. And then you turn a corner, and you're like, oh, I'm going to kill JP. You know, that's what I want (laughs) to say. Those are the races that I like. You know, I did, you know... Like I said, I, I don't like talking about the, the naming the other ones, but I did a race in Montana, and that's how it was. You come up to the hill and this just nasty hill, and all of a sudden you're like, cool, I can see the top. It's all good. You come over the top, and it's just a, it's a step. There's still half a hill to go. You're only at the halfway point. You're just like, oh, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> but that's what I like. I, I like that kind of stuff. So, you know, it was kind of... The monkey bars are they supposed to spin? The, your guys' monkey bars, the bars, because you know there's like four or five of them that I spin. Know. I
0: don't know if they're supposed
1: to. Because <laughs> <It certainly laughs> that's what, like, I got like I, I got about a quarter of the way up, and all of a sudden one of them started spinning, and I'm like, "Oh, you dick!" <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I still made it. Yeah, I mean, you should. I think you should loosen up more of them. I think it's funny.
0: Yeah, maybe we should just make sure all of them spin and then uh, it's
1: totally going to suck. See, I don't know if it should be all of them. It should just be one or it should just be random ones because then nobody's expecting If you're expecting them all to spin, then you kind of figure out how to do it. But if you're not expecting it and all of a sudden you get like almost to the top of the peak and you're like, cool, I almost got it. And then you grab one and it spins. Yeah, you're not expecting that. Well, at
0: least they're costing because of the pool,
1: right? Yeah. (laughs) And then I could just do cannonballs.
0: Um, I, was, I, was I was thinking about trying to put our
1: rig over the pool. That'd be cool. And then jacking it up and changing
0: everything. And I'm just looking at everything that we got and how we can alter things. Uh, that or a pit. Yeah. A pit would be great. Yeah. I like pits. It would be awesome. Yeah, that would be amazing, actually. A pit oh, That's it. I'm digging pits everywhere. Every big obstacle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just putting huge pits under everything. You're going to be out there with an excavator digging holes.
0: Everywhere. Just that guy put holes all over the
2: place. Big ass holes. Everywhere.
0: Oh. I'm looking on the website here and I'm looking at um, like upcoming West Coast races. I mean, if you were so bold as to go to F-Staff or uh, what else we got? Black Inland Empire, Indian Empire. Um, what else? There's a Canada race coming
1: up. Um, oh, you guys got some in Canada. West Coast.
2: Canada,
0: where is it in Canada? It is in Vancouver. Oh.
1: In October. That'd be cool. We should all
0: go up
1: to that. Yeah, we should. Because I know... If I'm not working, I'll, I'll roll up
0: with a bunch of your beasts and we'll, uh, we'll go over
1: there. Oh, yeah. That'll
0: be fun. Yeah. Hey,
1: do you, know, do
0: you know who also is in beast
1: territory right now? Who? Tyler, who's on the phone. He's in Lake Oswego. Oh. Lake Oswego, Oregon.
0: Yeah, I'm
2: in a coffee. Yeah, I'm
0: in a coffee shop in Lake Oswego, and I got the text about
1: half hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, literally right before we jumped on the
0: phone, JT's like doing, doing a podcast. and I said, Yeah, let's
1: go. <laughs> right on. Oh yeah. Yeah, the beast. The beast territory is getting bigger. I think it covers like the entire Pacific Northwest, including Idaho, Montana, and like everything else. Now it's yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, when when I started there was like thirty people, and now I think last count it's like almost two thousand.
0: Three thousand?
1: Two thousand. It's almost two thousand. I think. I think. We'll, yeah. Yeah, it's like.
0: Great showing at our Portland race. Yeah. You had a huge team at the Portland race. It was
1: And there should be, I think, at the the Olympia race, there should be another huge team. You know, and I think we had a pretty good, pretty good setup at the Monroe. I think there was a pretty good sized team up there. So.
2: Yeah. Was
0: good.
1: Yeah. No, we got we we we're pretty big.
0: Next time around, when comes back full, um, I'm gonna do a bunch of other special things to biggest Um, you guys will see it for sure. better Own every single race. Probably. Which I know you will. I know you will. There's not gonna be a train race in the Pacific Northwest that isn't at least
1: biggest team. Uh. But we'll have different stuff ready to go for you. It won't be the same as everywhere you guys go
0: to. So We'll nice. have some sort of prizes for you and whatnot. We'll have something
1: to give you. That'll be good. It's going to get really fun. That'll be fun. Right on. Um, Let's take a quick break and go to a sponsor, and then we'll come back and we'll talk some more.
0: Sounds good.
1: Alright, we're back from break, so you know, we were talking about a little bit, you said there's a race in October in Vancouver, that'll be fun. And you mentioned the yeah. the beasts, I mean, you're you're basically a beast, aren't you, JP?
0: Uh, one day I'm going to just admit it to you guys, I'm just going to say it. But right now, yes, I'm a beast
2: territory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I asked him the same question in Portland.
1: <laughs> He's basically a beast, he just doesn't want to admit it.
0: He gave me the he gave me the
1: give me the same soft dance yeah he's a beast he just doesn't want to say it yeah
0: I know keep
1: it professional keep
0: it professional
1: why start that now oh Uh, you're right you're (laughs) totally right oh so so do you guys actually do you guys run the races when you're there or are you just too beat and tired
0: um well We run them to get mileage, we run them to get the feel, you know what I mean? Uh, when, we, when we have time we'll try to run the intense course. Uh, I think Tyler's been one of the few people who've actually gone out there with me to get like a good run, to feel how it feels, you know, how, how is this going to work? You know, you have to get a feel of it for sure before you hand it off. And yeah. so, you know, we do get out there and run them, you know, some of us do try to get more people to do it so you can you know, have a little more passion for the product you're building and whatnot. But, but just know there are people who do care, who do run these things, not just slapping this things together, uh, you know, guessing, pointing and shooting. But uh, yeah, we can run them. I think it's interesting, the best way to collect accurate uh, data for the course maps is to actually just run them and just like anyone else, start your straw and then import that GPS file into the map and kind of draw based off that, especially when you're like, handling single track and kind of tra- like wooded trail that doesn't show up. It's literally the best way to do it is just strap a phone to yourself and go on and run. Yeah. I think it's awesome.
1: Nice. That sounds like the best way to do it.
0: I'll tell you from my experience yeah. in the past, uh, from my years of building these things, is that the best race, the best races, the best fields were always when a race director or then course marker, uh would get involved and run these things and find out if it was, you know, find out if it was good. What's yeah. terrible is when you get people who are race directing or, you know, making courses that have never run a race or have no idea, like, they're just trying to Google mapping this thing and, you know, like, oh, that looks good. And they have zero clue how this feels and, like, the product they're actually handing out to their customers. Yeah. Um, I'm just a believer in it. And just from here, you know, from when I started with terrain and from here on out, obviously somebody's going to run this course, you know what I mean? Like I'll run it because they'll mark it and uh, I'll make sure this thing is good. I'll make sure it hurts. So I'll make sure, you know, it's, it's going to be
1: the best that we can do. Yeah, which is good. Uh, I, I'm, I've seen the difference on courses that, you know, where it's, uh, the, you know person putting the course together is somebody who actually runs these against somebody who doesn't you know and you can tell the difference when it's someone who runs the course they know they've know the flow and the way that it needs to kind of go and then the ones that have just kind of like, yeah, that looks good, you know let's do whatever we can to like destroy their upper body before they get to this next upper body one. Those are the guys that you can tell have never ran a race. They're just yeah. trying to, you know, get, they're trying to get more failure. And it's like, no, you don't, it, you want to, you know, it's like you said before, you want to make it difficult, but you want to make it doable. You know what uh, I mean?
0: Definitely do. You're, yeah. Our only goal is course builders to slow them down and yeah. not to crush their soul. Um, anybody could do that. You know what I mean? Anybody mm-hmm. can crush a soul. It's, we could make the hardest race ever. We could tell you to do a thousand push-ups at the top of the mountain. You know what I mean? It's it's dumb. It's just not. Yeah. That doesn't make a good course. Remember we were talking about the finish line. If I bring that back up, mm-hmm. it's it's like finish lines are everything to me. Um, people that have lost weight, people that have been through hard times, that finish line is everything to them. And I want them to be able to do it for their families and for everybody that's there to support them. I want them to be seen climbing over things and just being a total badass for everyone that came to see him. And so they can cross that finish line, a hero, um, for other people. What I don't want them to do is be demoralized at the finish line. So I'm not going to put three rigs in a row at the finish line. And you know, like I've seen in other organizations where it's, it, it's kind of, it's just sad. It's like, why would you do that to these people? That's yeah. so dumb. And at least in my eyes, I, I won't do that to people. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's silly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it like is. putting our rig at the very end. Like, I'm
2: not going to do that, ever.
0: No. I'm going to let them cry it out, fight it out, scream it out, out on the field. And when they get to the finish line, they're going to feel what glory feels like. Because yeah. they earned it. And that's what's going to happen.
1: Which is awesome. And that's the way it should be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But you would only know that if you've run all these things. You would only know that if you've gone out there and given it 120% of your own energy, not watched a bunch of people do it. Yeah. I've
1: done that I've been out there I've given it hell and um, you know I, I know it's like to so just goodbye oh shit I was afraid that was gonna happen It
2: just goodbye
1: and he's up on
2: you yeah
1: Hey everybody! We had a slight glitch, but we're back. Um, JP, you were talking about the the finish line and how it's it's so important to have you know a, a race director that has ran races and understands what the finish line means to people. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's
0: it's it's pretty clutch to make sure that you, that you want them to do a big obstacle at the end, you know, or a mud pit or something awesome. You know, that, that's the least you can do as a race director to give everybody that's participating and, you know, that, that last photo
2: of being a badass before crossing that finish line, you know, for your friends, for your family. Oh, yeah. And
0: uh, the last thing you want to do is, is, you know, because one person,
2: it only takes one person to ruin that for everybody. And you realize that, right? Like, yeah. one race director who is an idiot can totally just
0: be like... I'm going to put two rigs at the end, so these guys are just
1: going to fail. You know, yeah. it's so dumb. Oh, it is because I mean, so that's the thing is, I mean, they, you know, for someone like me who's a bigger guy and struggles on some of those, for me, it's the obstacles at the end where that I can complete it. That all of a sudden, you know, my friends, my family, everybody's right there watching me finish this obstacle right before I finish go across the finish line. That's awesome. You know, I did. You know. Yeah, you know what? One of the bigger races, you know, I did their Hawaii race last year and the last obstacle before the finish line was basically you just went up and over the uh, two containers, like up a ladder and across like a, a balance thing, you know, and then back down right before you went over the fire. And it's like, that was cool because everyone could watch you do that instead of watching you fail on a rig and do your burpees right before you went across the finish line. It's like, hey everybody, how you doing? Thanks for watching me fail. Now you gotta watch me do burpees and then I get to run across the finish line. It's like <laughs> it's kinda of demoralizing sometimes. Yeah, it's really,
0: it's kinda of cool. I like our finish line, the monkey bars. It's doable. But don't it's so cool that there's a big cannibal splash and everybody just makes it look small. It's really kinda of cool. Yeah. Um, there's nothing too demoralizing about it. I think it's great when people splash. Um, But, you know, I wouldn't mind just throwing an A-frame at the end or, you know, just another bigger obstacle. Like, we have horizontal. Our horizontal is big. It's big. It takes people a couple minutes. slows them down. It does its job, you know what I mean? But it doesn't demoralize anybody.
1: No, and that's what's awesome is when you have something like that that, you know, you know, and like you said, like the monkey bars at the end—that is cool because you know, if you fail, you make a big splash. I mean, that was my big stock going through it. It's like if I fall, I'm making the biggest cannonball I can when I hit. You know? Yeah, there's no penalties. There's no
0: penalties, man. It's, no. You know, it's, if they really didn't want to do it over and over again, they don't have to. They can just take the big splash and the line. Unless they're in competitive heat, right? It's yeah. They have to finish it. You know, mandatory completion. But. Yep. Uh, I think mandatory completion is one of the greatest things. Uh, it's it's one of the greatest things. I, I watched one of the coolest finish finishes. Uh, third and fourth fourth place competitive women had the greatest battle through our pits in New York. And third place went across the bars, almost finished, fell, and fourth place made it across and, and
1: got third place. It, it was it's just so cool that you know they went they, um, to mandatory completion because it's what well, you know anything can happen. Yeah. yeah well, and that's just It's it, not one of
0: these, touch the obstacle and then, you know, rush your penalty and then run across the line.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and that was one of the things we had, uh, one of our racers, um, Jenna, was telling me that she had, I can't remember what one it was, it was a Tarzan swing, I think she said. For whatever yeah. reason, she just, she could not get it, but she was so determined because she was running competitive, I think she was in fourth or fifth when she got there, that she was there for like 45 minutes trying to get through that obstacle. And she's like, I'm not giving up my band. I'm finishing this obstacle, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, you know, it took her completely out of contention, but she's like, I'm finishing it. I'm not losing my band. I'm finishing she's this race awesome. with my band. You know? She's awesome. Yeah. You put it, you put it in their hand. Their is in their hand, you know? Yep. That's really digging deep. That's super digging deep But
0: she sat there for 45 minutes until she got across. That's, yeah. That gets all the credit in my world oh yeah yeah
1: and then I think she came back and did like yeah I was gonna say that's one of my favorite parts of the competitive way was watching someone try an obstacle 50 times and get it on the 51st it's so rewarding that's a a, like reminding why you do it oh it is and that's what's awesome about this sport is I mean you can do an obstacle 50 times and fail 50 times but that 51st time when you finally nail it it's the greatest feeling ever you know exactly for me, it's one of those, like, for whatever reason, monkey, my my good ones, you know, and the, the different types of races, for whatever reason, I'm really good at the monkey bars, even though I'm a bigger guy. But I'm, for whatever reason, I'm good at the monkey bars, and I'm good at, like, the spear throws and stuff like that. But then when it comes to the rig or anything, like, that swings, for some reason, I'm not good at those. So when I do the monkey bars, it's like, cool, I did it again, yay. But when I finish the, you know, uh, the, the rings or anything like that, then all of a sudden I'm like, now I feel amazing because I just did something that normally I can't, you know. And that's that's what the sport's all about. It's about doing things that you never thought you could. You know,
0: it's really cool. Is um, just having this conversation yesterday, but when we kind of like get into it and kind of revamp, like restructure a couple of things, you know, work out a couple of things that we're dealing with right now, I really want to bring... The Masters group back. Yeah, I, like I know there was a kind of a ripple effect when you know a certain company got rid of the Masters. I want to provide a Masters, and then I've always wanted to do a Clydesdale. That would be the greatest group to watch. You probably see some of the most amazing things happen in a
2: competitive way. Um, oh yeah,
0: the Clydesdale
1: is so sweet. Now, see, the Masters was what? That's fifty and over. I
0: think. 50 and
1: up, yeah. Yeah, 50 and up. What's the Clydesdale's? I think it's like over six foot and like over 200 pounds, I think. Okay. Something like, it's something like that. I can't remember what it is, but. Um, I think that would it's,
0: be. It would be like in, it would be like in USC uh, having a, a heavyweight group, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you have these people that are literally like 6'2", 225, like battling, because they're all the same size, right? I mean. Yeah. It'd be one of the greatest things ever. Be like a football player going for it, going at it.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome.
0: Right? It'd be amazing.
1: It would be. That would be amazing. I mean, I can't say much because I'm like and 2'40", but, yeah.
2: Get in there and take em, man. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't know if there's a hype thing, but I think it's... You know what I mean? It's like... I was talking to somebody about it. it was, it's funny enough, where were we, we? were in the airport, right? The guy was asking us about the Clydesdale category. Yeah, the... Uh, five guys on the way out. yeah. We be here
1: for we getting our connecting flight in Denver.
0: The guys like, where's Clyde Bill?" And i
1: was like, "I just wrote it down." I'm like, "Okay, cool. Clyde That okay. would That would be awesome. I, I you definitely have we definitely have, you have to come up with a Clyde sale. that would yeah. be Yeah.
0: It's in OTR.
1: No, and I mean and I think that would actually be good is I mean even a, a Clyde sale even do like a, you know, just a a bigger one that says, "Hey, you know, bigger guy trying to get better. I mean, you know, someone like me, who's, you know, five, seven, but two forty, but I'm still out there trying to do it and have almost like, Hey, you know, here's our, you know, go against other guys, your size. And I mean, then, cause it sounds bad, but there's sometimes that I feel like I don't push myself because I've always been that guy. That's I'm the guy that's always last and make sure that everybody else finishes. Does that sound, does that make sense? I'm always that guy that's yeah. at the back of the field that usually, you know, on like the bigger races, I'm going to be the guy that makes sure that anybody that falls behind that I catch them and keep them going. So I think it'd be fun to have like, you know, hey, you know, here's the the bigger guys, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say sumos because that could be sound bad, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Bad, you know, you think of them, um, you think of them
0: like athletes, right? Like, that's not it's totally how you break it down. It's just like the UFC, like, you know, you have your heavyweight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're in a category of their own and, you know, they don't fight the smaller guys or whatever, you know, what I mean? yeah. it's like that with OCR, like if you were to break into that, be like, listen, there's a, we have a place for everybody in that terrain race and we want to reward people who are going for it, you know? And then, yeah, if you are over 200 pounds, you know, you're, you're doing your
1: thing and, you know, making a change in your life, we want to reward that. You know what I mean? Why not? I think you so should
0: he, be pretty sweet.
1: I think it'd be awesome to have a heavyweight division and to just be like, go, you know, and I think it would help. I, I think it would help people like me that have that feeling of, well, you know, I'm finishing, so what's it matter? Now, all of a sudden, hey, I'm going against people my size and trying to beat them. You know, it, it would give them, yeah. you know, a more of a push to say, okay, I'm getting better. I may not be to that point that I'm going to compete against, you know, Taylor Overmiller or anybody like that, but... I can compete against the other guy that's just my size, and you know, and this race he beat me, I'm going to train a little bit harder so that I beat him on the next race, you know. And I mean, it, I think it'd be it
0: cool though. It's going to be, it's going to be a competitive way. Maybe yeah. there's people that, you know, that are training, and, you know, maybe it's one of Taylor's guys, you know what I mean? Or yeah. maybe one of Jeremy's guys or whatever that just joined the team, man. You know, there's still competition for those, for everybody. It's not like, Oh, you can't run the competitive wave because you're not as fast, or you know, whatever. No way.
1: We're we're gonna have have another class. Exactly. Have another class. You know, you can't run competitive waves because you're too big and you're out of shape. Round is a shape, buddy. I'm going for it.
0: Yeah. That is true. I mean, what I think is awesome about that. Episode. I think it's so awesome about that it's exactly on brand with how I've seen trained for the last few years. Even in the obstacle choice, it's not quite as intimidating as some of the other race brands. Even the price point is not quite as intimidating as some of those race brands. So the obstacles are challenging. It's still accessible. I yeah. think adding something like a Clydesdale division is exactly on brand and exactly on point with how we want to be uh, perceived and kind of the impact you want to have
1: on in that industry. Oh, and I think it'd be awesome. And I mean, because I think it's one of those things that if you guys brought in that class and had an overweight or not overweight, I mean, a heavyweight class. <laughs> yeah. Overweight's not the right word. Do not use that wording. That would go bad. Yeah. A heavyweight class or a, yeah. you know, whatever, a bigger class. I think the other yeah. the other companies would have to take notice because people are going to be like, well, I'm going to go do terrain race because I can actually compete as a big guy. You know, yeah. where the
0: Engine, but who does, does a great job of that is across the crossfit game. You've never followed those, uh, the competitive. I think they do it every, is it, is
1: it March, JP? I think I'm so.
0: Sure. It, it's something like that. But I remember at the, the gym I was training at earlier last month, they even had it broken down by occupation. So yeah. This lady at the gym was telling me that she's the 10th fittest
1: nurse over the age of 40 in Arizona. Oh, wow. Oh, awesome. It's so cool. It's so cool. I like because of the digital system, she was able to actually uh, quantify that. That's awesome. So, that's where you got to have fun and you uh, get into. That's something that everyone should take notice. That's where you have fun and you get into a weird industry like I'm in, where I'm a safety professional for construction and there's not very many of us. So, I mean, I'm I'm probably in the top 30 because there's like 30 (laughs) of us, but.
0: (laughs) Oh, you have to be. You have
1: to be. So Oh man.
0: So we wanna at Terrain we wanna give away as many awards as we can. I'll create as many categories as it takes to hand out, you know, a bunch of these checks. I, I don't mean you know, like or well, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of medal or something
2: like I, I don't care. But um, I don't care what the award is, you know, just something to recognize that oh, yeah.
0: everybody who's out there however we can spread that out and spread the love
1: and, and, and I think that's uh, awesome.
0: We're, yeah, we're gonna do it.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I did, it was funny, it made me think of uh, a couple years ago, I did a 5K, and like two weeks after the 5K, I got a, a, you know, a certificate in the mail that said I was like the second fastest in my age group, and I was so bad, because I looked at my wife and said, what, was there two people in my age group? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it it was just cool that all of a sudden I got this award that said I was the second fastest in my age group. But, I mean, you know, and it was bad to say it that way that that there were only two of us. But, you know, if you had something like, you know, the, the bigger, you know, classification, I think it'd be cool. I mean, guys getting, you know, whatever, you know, getting awards for, hey, I think it'd be a huge motivator to say, hey, look, I got this for being the biggest in the heavyweight group. You know, being the fast and the heavyweight group, let's see if next time I can get one for the bit, you know, for my age group or whatever, you know. So, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, that's like what I like about Terrain is you guys are, you're growing and there's so many ideas between all of you that I, I think it's going to be a huge race and it's going to be amazing. Yeah,
0: going to be pretty sweet, man. I could love all these things happening. It's just funny, like, I like. it up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just. Every week, every week, just ideas and things getting thrown on the table, you know what I mean? Like, just one bite at a time, one bite at a time, you know, by the time we come, by the time our trailers come rolling back through the the Pacific Northwest, we'll just be so supercharged.
1: That's going to be awesome. And I mean, we're definitely going to have to talk more, you know, over the coming months and everything else so that we can... Make sure we know what's going on with terrain rates when you would be ready for it when it comes back. So, and you know, any help you want from the beasts? I mean, we're always here in the Pacific Northwest. So, there, there's a few of us out here.
2: You get a
1: couple, uh, couple thousand. Mm-hmm. And if you ever want to build obstacles in my yard for practice, you can do that too. So.
0: <laughs> so what are you doing tomorrow?
1: Me? I'm going to a buddy's house and blowing up fireworks. No. I actually, I have, That's awesome. I have three, three, four obstacles in my yard already that I've acquired from different people. I've got an eight foot wall. I've got a rope climb. Um, the rope climb actually goes up to a pull-up bar. Um, then there's a, some, a small set of monkey bars. Yeah, there's a few things that I've just kind of acquired over time. I'm trying to get somebody to get me the the steps. I want that, I can't remember what they're called, The where you go up the steps underneath and then go back down the other side. I'm getting, my brother I think is going to come build some of those for me in my yard. Right on. So I'm trying to, I like to, I, I want to get in a better shape, but I hate going to the gym. So I pretty much just kind of built my own. Yeah. So I hate going to the gym because I always feel like, and it sounds bad, but I feel like I'm that guy that's like working out that you got all those buff guys and skinny guys looking at going, what's the fat dude doing over there? So, I kind of have my own gym that I work at and, you know, figure I'm going to get back into shape my own way, so. And the gym doesn't have the stuff I like anyway. I I'll like. i tell
0: you what, though. But honestly, no matter what shape I'm in, best shape of my life or not, I feel like that in a lot of those gyms anyway. Like, oh my gosh, everybody's judging. Yeah. Like, I think it's something like that right
1: now. Oh, yeah, and it's just, it's. I think it's just me, and it's one of those things I've talked about on other episodes is... I was skinny as a teenager. I mean, if you see picture of me as a teenager, I was, I graduated high school, 140 pounds, you know, so I was tiny. And then I got bigger as I got older and I've just been so self-conscious about it. It's like when I'm even out on the course, I feel like, you know, whenever someone looks at me, I'm just, my mind immediately is like, they're probably thinking, what's that fat dude doing out here? What's he even trying to do? But and most likely, they're probably thinking, you know, congrats. I'm glad he's, you know, out here trying to get better and do better for himself. But I don't, you know, it's a mental thing for me. I've got to get past. So, and I will.
0: I, I guarantee you they all are stoked. Not. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It just, I mean. you know, it's that mental thing. I mean, I've gotten past it once before I got, I dropped down to under 200 pounds years ago and then I blew my knee out and then, you know, kind of slowly got bigger you know with the knee injury then a foot injury and then just injury after injury and now I'm coming back and trying to to get better cuz I had the wrong the wrong attitude when I got hurt my attitude when I got hurt is well oh my legs hurt i better sit on the couch and eat potato chips so i'm changing that attitude and, and getting better so well
0: i'm glad you're I'm glad you're interested in terrain the zero judgment environment.
2: Um, oh, yeah. You know, I want everybody to have fun. Everybody's welcome. I don't care what
0: shape, age, form you come in. It, you know, zero judgment over there. Everybody
1: you know, for forever. Yeah, and I know I'll be at Olympia doing the train race there, and I think I got to check. I've still got to sign him up, but my 16-year-old, I think, is going to run it with me. Um Excellent. Yeah. So, he did, he did... Him and his mom both did Monroe with me, but uh she doesn't my wife's not ready for another race this last weekend she it did a number on her knees so she needs a couple weeks of a break so I don't think she'll be ready for train, but my kids are ready for it so it'll be fun well
0: if we if we see her maybe we'll drive around the course she can hold
1: the fire hose on you there you go she'll be there because she always takes me so she'll be there <laughs> and yeah if you give her the fire hose she'll gladly spray me with it I'm, I'm sure of that
2: <laughs> it might happen
1: oh yeah Right on. So, so that's the 14th, right? July 14th. Yes. Yes. So July 14th. Um, that'll be a fun one. Are you both you and Tyler going to be there? What's I'll be in. Uh, I'll be in Wisconsin that week. Oh, you're not coming to Olympia, so I don't get to meet you.
0: No, I'll be working in Wisconsin. Right? Nice. If, uh, any people want to drive out to little Switzerland deal in Springer, Wisconsin? I would love to meet them.
1: I can't think of anything in Wisconsin. I mean, terrain race would be about the only reason I'd want to go to Wisconsin. I can't think of anything else there that would make me want to go to Wisconsin. <laughs>
0: this venue is hilarious. It's probably a 500-foot elevation change. It's literally just a little hill, and it's named Little Switzerland. And we put on the raddest race out there.
1: Oh, you're going to have to send me pictures of that one. <laughs> the,
0: the, the name cracks me up, though, because it's called Little Switzerland. Yikes. And yeah, all the, the ski lodge is just like the Swiss Alps. It's
1: hilarious. You're definitely going to have to send me pictures of that. <laughs> it's in the middle of
0: nowhere. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure that you get pictures of
1: it. That'll be a good one. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, I think I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you for talking to me. It's been a blast. Um, is there anything both of you guys want to, either one of you want to say in closing before we, we cut this cut this off?
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been a blast. Uh, I'm glad to see other people are as excited as we are about what you're
1: intended. Oh, yeah, anytime. Anytime you guys want to be on the, the, the podcast. Uh, Tyler, if we're not friends on Facebook yet, um, let's become friends after this. And anytime you want to be on the podcast, hit me up, and you're, you've you got uh, an invitation for anytime you want. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so. I look forward to talking to you more. It's a great thing you got going
1: on there. Oh, thank you. All right. JP, you got anything you want to say in closing?
0: Um I hope to see all the beasts out there in Olympia. Uh, I can't wait
1: to run into y'all. Oh, we'll be there. And other than that, yeah, other than that, uh, gosh, I'll just I'll run into the, as many of you as I can
0: back in Portland. Nice. I've been,
1: running with, I've been running yesterday with Dana. Oh, yeah, Dana. I love Dana. I did see that you had a picture yeah, with... Sure. I, I saw that, what, earlier this week, you had a picture with one of my... One of the people that I miss the most, and that was Dustin.
0: Oh, man. Our podcasts are about to get really, really exciting, and I'll tell you, there's a couple of people, there's a couple of things happening over terrain that are going to get extremely exciting for those who've been in this community for a long time, and well, these I, I, pictures are just foreshadowing, just so you know.
1: I hope that if that's the case, that you will, you will let me, you know, let me know on the podcast. We can have a podcast and talk especially about that, because if it's foreshadowing of that, then I, yeah. Because the first Spartan race I think he I was, ever did, he, like, did the the Independence Day, like, speech before the race. And that was yeah. the coolest thing ever.
0: Dude, my first two, uh, no, actually, my second and third OCR race that he was announcing. I, yeah, I get, I get chilled here yeah. when I think about it. He, he's just so rad. I, he's so good at
1: it. There's nobody better than Dustin. So if that's what no. you're, you're talking about, then, yeah, we need to. We we should do another podcast later when that announcement decides to come up and that the actual announcement and we should have him on.
0: There's a couple of things happening that are going to shake it up too, man. There, there's those things like that. We we call them the the Expendables OCR group is what we are.
2: Yes. Nice. It's kind of like the movie. I think
1: I told you about this. Yeah.
2: But um, there's a group of us who were around in the past with another organization, and we were the Expendables. We were the ones that you know.
0: Yeah. join the group after the, the fact and uh, my uh, instagram will be foreshadowing a lot of that stuff and even in amongst your group there's a couple of secrets coming out like amongst the beasts there, there might be a couple of them um join in the ranks but uh, we'll see Very nice.
1: well hopefully you'll, you'll come to the beastnet podcast for your you know announcements along the way too, so Oh for you know. sure. And like it's I said the only place I'll come to bring those announcements. Yeah. You and Tyler and everyone at terrain is welcome on beast at any time. You know how to get a hold of me. So perfect. Um and on that note I guess we'll we'll leave it on that for everyone to think about for a bit. And uh yeah, thank you both for being on the episode. This was a blast and I, I definitely want to do it again. All
0: right my man. We'll talk soon.
1: All right. Thanks guys. Hey, thank you for having me. Oh right, anytime.
0: Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast brought to you by Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at beastocr.com.